You're listening to Club Thrive, the podcast with me, Kate Sterling. The podcast that helps ambitious, creative women stop surviving so they thrive personally and professionally. Improve your self-belief, your confidence, and dare to be seen, heard, and valued just the way you are. Hello and welcome to this episode of Club Thrive the Podcast with me, Kate Sterling. I'm excited as always, oh, as always, to be here. <laughs> Stumbling over the words in the first 12 seconds. That's always a win, isn't it? Um, but yes, thank you so much for your listens, for your shares. We hit the 100 plays this week. Woohoo! Um, I know some podcasts have hundreds of plays on the first episode, and that's fine. But, you know, as always, transparency and helping those of you or supporting those of you that are also building your own businesses out there, starting from those first early days, it's hard work. And that belief in ourselves uh, can be very quickly popped. So, you know, if you are in the earlier days or maybe you're even years down the line and, um, you know, have quadrupled that, not quadrupled, but, you know, whatever, millions of times worth that number. Um, we often have similarities in the blocks that we hit with our self-belief and our confidence, which is why this podcast, which is why Club Thrive exists, which is why I'm very excited to talk to you today about breakthrough. Um, wow, that was a really good link there. I feel like I could have, couldn't have written that better. Um, but yes, so today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about, or not talk to you, I'm going to share about breakthrough, my new one-to-one program, which has gone through actually many, um, kind of changes since uh, before coming even into what it is now and this podcast is going to give you the thrive method which is a part of this program um and if you follow the thrive method it is going to entirely transform your life <laughs> because the thrive method is everything that i've um collated and learned and put together after 22 years as a coach after everything that i've learned overcoming an eating disorder in my teens um, all the things I learned coming out of the divorce that I went through in 2016, 2017, 2018, because they take really long time. Um, and also the crisis of confidence, mainly that I experienced in that time um, between kind of 2018 to now or a year or two ago um, with my just overall self-belief and lack of confidence and crisis of kind of identity and career, really, um, which I felt in my mid 30s and i think it's really challenging when we are um uh well talking from a kind of female perspective when we're women and we you know we're aware of our age because of whether it's fertility or whether it's because of the pressures that are put onto us by society or expectation or you know the things that we see around us in terms of in inverted commas success um or even kind of with relationships and what we perceive to be successful in that area and the fact that you know we are constantly told stories that um, certain genders can embrace their age and women should try and stay as young as they can forever and ever and ever and I'm actually all about embracing our age as we because we are going to age we're going to get older and actually with age comes a ton of great stuff uh, a ton of experience a ton of wisdom a ton of confidence if you give yourself that permission to not follow a mold if you've if you give yourself that permission to truly be yourself um and also yeah just a general outlook on life that can shift uh in into a, a kind of freedom landscape based on your own choices and belief systems and we can try and fit into a certain box and try and kind of maintain 
um, the stories that we are told and that we read and that we see and that we watch and that we hear, we can try and live those, the ones that, you know, like the story that I told myself, oh, well, what you do is you go to school, then you go to uni, then you get married, then you have babies, and then that's your life. And actually, when my life didn't go down that road, when I went through a divorce and I kind of was like, well, hang on, but the path I've written for myself is having a baby <laughs> and getting married. And that suddenly stopped. And now what? Because now I don't have any vision for the future and that was when I felt completely hopeless and um, the depths of despair hit me and breakthrough this program has come out of that and um, you know it's it's an incredible one-to-one program but the reasons behind it are actually quite deep (laughs) in terms of how much it means to me and I think the whole concept behind it is that actually um the reason I chose Breakthrough for the title was that it went through various, um, and this is the other thing as well, you know, we don't kind of see these stories when you're watching other people growing their business. You don't kind of see the bits that haven't worked. So to give you a bit of background, um, about four, three years ago, when I, after I'd launched Sterling Fit, my fitness company, um, I developed something called the Sterling Steps. And this was a lifestyle system basically based on everything that I had learned through overcoming my divorce and depression. And it was all about the things that help you feel your very best and help you to feel like your life has purpose beyond the aesthetics of a physical kind of outcome from, you know, training and food. Um, And so within those steps, I think there was like 10 or 11 and it was all about lifestyle. So it was hydration, you know, joy, play, um, exercise, movement, nutrition and food um what else was there I should have got them all up um but you know there was a whole list of 10 or 11 things and I launched that as a 12-week program I'd always wanted a um 12-week program for some reason I don't know why I felt like as a trainer I should have um, I should have it I felt like I you know it was something that I should I should have and um it was something that gave me an anchoring um from from the experiences that I'd had and I really believed in this program. I spent so much time writing it and kind of going through and putting it together. And I think I sold one space. And, you know, that one space is like the one space that you need to um, to prove that there is something in it. And I knew that there was something in it because it had it had changed my life. Um, so here they are. I found them. The Sterling Steps. So one was self-love and worth. So building your self-love and worth. And two was gratitude and mindset. Three was movement. Four was balance with food. Five was sleep, very important. Six was balance balance with drink, so balance with kind of alcohol. Seven was hydration. Eight was breath work. Nine nine was presence, and ten was play. And these things were all components that I had um, I had kind of put together that had helped me to rebuild my confidence and my self belief, but also had helped me feel like a human again after really just feeling like my life had no purpose anymore. Um, And so the Sterling Steps was the first inception of this program. And over the years, that has developed. And um, last year, I launched Project Thrive, which was my uh, one-to-one fitness and nutrition mentoring program or kind of, um, well, just fitness program. But it was all about helping those I worked with thrive. And so it was all about, um, you know, really from a a design perspective it was fitness and nutrition programming but as a result of that when I became a life coach last year or started that journey um becoming a life coach I 
the thing for me that has linked all of this together is mindset and how we see ourselves and how you see yourself and the thoughts that you have about yourself, your belief system, what you believe about yourself to be true and and how that impacts your life. And what I have realised over the last year through Project Thrive, through everything with Sterling Fit, um, the rebranding into Club Thrive, everything through my own journey and my own um, real dip in confidence during the pandemic um, with myself was that mindset and how we see ourselves links everything but that there are breakthroughs in all of these moments there are those choices to say I'm either going to stay where I am really unhappy or I'm going to break through how I'm feeling right now and I'm going to get to get to a better place I'm going to get to somewhere that um that I want to be and this can be true as well when you hit ceilings with your work whether it's your professional life or your personal life um whether it's with those kind of you know those those niggles those self-doubt those moments of self-doubt that creep in just when you don't need them just when you're about to like take that step off the edge um into wherever you're going to next and I had that with Club Thrive when I I think I've told this story before when I was kind of trying to decide that the pathway um whether to go with Club Thrive or Kate Sterling coaching I was messaging a friend of mine Beck who's amazing who's gonna hopefully be a guest on this podcast at some point um she's a great um brand expert and um uh she said, I think Club Thrive is a thing. <laughs> and I was doubting myself. I needed that some I needed that external validation to be like, yeah, you've got a good idea here. Let's go with it. And I think sometimes this is the challenge when we feel these things and we have these great ideas. And, you know, I've had plenty of ideas that haven't come to fruition. And perhaps this time I was kind of like, mm, is this going to be the thing? And the pressure then that we put on these ideas become so great that it's like you can't win because the expectation of what you want from them is almost unachievable before you've even got going and it's tricky because you know online we see a lot of the successes that companies have and we see a lot of successes that people have whether it is financially or with a freedom-based lifestyle or whatever it is that we're comparing ourselves to and we forget that they had a day where they just came up with their idea and they had nothing there and they had to build it all themselves and you don't see those moments where they too were like crying into their coffee cup or you know frustrated and annoyed and scared about the lack of money coming in or whatever um you know we, we all have those moments and it's a matter of breaking through those moments to be able to keep on going and and to enjoy the journey to not just constantly be like okay well what's the next thing which is something I have to remind myself of and I think when you know if you're self-employed especially um and I've spoken about this before as well you know if you're whether it's creative like an actor or a musician, director, producer, you know, even casting director, and you're in those lulls between work and it's amazing how quickly that confidence can just evaporate. It's like all that proof that you had that you were good, in inverted commas, based on what we expect for ourselves has gone and there you feel like you're not good anymore or you don't have the ability. And it's about remembering that you do still have the ability even if you're not working so that when the opportunities do come, you are ready. And this is what Breakthrough is all about. And really, this isn't about the programme. This is about the concept of Breakthrough. You know, if you want to come and work one-to-one -one with me, then the details are in the show notes. Come and work one-to-one -one with me. But that's not why I'm doing this podcast episode. <laughs> well, it is partly. I do obviously want to tell you about the programme, but really I want you to break through. The whole point, point of this concept um, of this podcast is to help you uh, with m your own mindset shifts because they will be unique to you. You will hit your own unique circumstances that challenge you, that you know that your brain says hang on I don't want to go through that because I'm quite safe here I feel I feel all right 
actually I'm not that happy but I'm kind of I'm comfortable with this I know what this unhappiness feels like I know what this frustration feels like I know what this lethargy feels like I know what this kind of level of I don't know even income feels like going through that and on the other side I don't know what's there maybe it's a bit scary maybe it feels massive maybe it feels like something that I'm not capable of or you know whatever it is and it goes back to what I was saying last week with your environment with your capabilities with your identity with your belief system um, and you know tapping into all of these aspects to identify where you might need support, where you might need to work through some mindset blocks, where you might want to explore in some journaling about, you know, what is going on for you here so that you can actually break through. And, you know, for some people, this isn't going to be relevant because for some, um, I think, I don't know, actually, this is a massive general generalization, but um, you know, if you've got a consistent income, you don't have financial challenges, for example, you're probably a bit more comfortable than someone who doesn't have that consistent income. However, you might not be particularly happy in your job and you might be thinking, God, I really want that freelance lifestyle. I really want to work for myself. I really want to, um, you know, I really, I really want to just set up my own thing. And we will always want what other people have. And, and this is where the mindset work comes in as well, because then you can acknowledge those feelings. Those, I used to have deep feelings of jealousy when I was really struggling after my divorce and I felt like everyone had their cushy life and I was back living in my parents. I was grateful for, for the roof over my head. It took me a little bit of time to kind of really genuinely feel grateful for that. But at the end of the day, I wanted to be buying a house and settling down and having a child because that's what I thought I should be at at you know whatever age I was 33 34 that's what I thought my life should be at at that stage and I think it's you know um it's kind of the the link between all of these things um that helps you to break through um and so yeah that's what I was talking about last week is your environment your behaviors that was one I just couldn't think of your environment your behaviors your capabilities your beliefs and your identity so your where your what your how your why and the who and all of these things tie in together to help you to um, push through those things that hold you back, whether it's beliefs or fears or limitations or challenges. Um, and, you know, it might be something that could take quite a bit of time to overcome. Um, or it might be something that is a, a mindset block that you've just had that you hadn't realised that you had. I talked about one recently with um, finan finances. I'd held on to a belief for about 10 years that I wasn't allowed to profit from my experiences in life for various reasons. And, you know, um, I had been giving myself an incredibly hard time for life events 10 years ago. And um, I'd held on to that without realising it. And I think, you know, when I uncovered those beliefs, I I really had quite a big cry. <laughs> it was a massive release. Um, and I, that was with the help of a, my own coach. And this is why coaching is brilliant, because it helps you to get to know yourself better. And this is what I hope to help you do with the podcast, because really the whole concept of the podcast is to give you these nuggets of information that if you put into action, if you take direction from, not even direction, but inspiration perhaps from, and you try some of them, you will feel and notice a shift. And if you don't, you won't, and you'll stay where you are. You are. And there's this, an incredible Tony Robbins quote. Tony Robbins is... He's a he's an, he's a bit of an epic character. Google him. Um, he you you might recognise him. He probably comes up in a lot of your Instagram ads. ads. Um, but he's basically like a coach. Um, one of the first, probably one of the big figures in coaching. Um, and he has this great quote, 
that says change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. So change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And this essentially means that you will only make change when, pause there, <laughs> I was just making sure I'd copied that right. Basically, you will only make change you will make the change when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Because, and this means that basically the, the concept that change is hard and painful um, means that sometimes the thought of taking making action towards change is too much. But actually that quote suggests that, you know, when we are unhappy where we are, it's only when that becomes so great that we make the change. It's only when we are so unhappy that we decide to put the effort into making a change because otherwise we will stay where we are because it's kind of comfortable and it's only when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change that we decide to make the change. And I think there are a lot of fears that can be associated with change um, because, you know, when that pain of staying the same is so big it's impacting your life, then there is that motivation to take action. And that's what I experienced in, I really remember it in 2020, 2020 probably, during the pandemic. And I had lost all my confidence in myself when it came to self-taping for auditions, for example, as an actor. And I remember getting myself in such a tiz, trying to learn lines. And I was so, my brain was in such a place. I was so exhausted from teaching all the online fitness classes and not really being very happy with where work was at and not feeling very comfortable in my skin that I just couldn't remember lines and the worst thing as an actor is when you get yourself so stressed that you can't remember lines and then you've got proof that you can't be an actor because you can't remember your lines and we are our own worst enemies because if we just said oh it's okay I'm just tired and also probably maybe I could just drink a bit less wine during the week and also maybe I need more rest and I need to sort of give myself a hard time that we would then remember the lines but because we start to drive the narrative of I can't remember my lines I'm, I'm not an actor I'm rubbish at this that it just feeds into that story that that's what we are and that links into the identity and so and then it becomes us or we become that um you know and I think these things are really important to take note of and um you know this is why I created Breakthrough is to help you to not feel like that <laughs> to help you through those times because they're desperately hard um, but they're also not hard because I think when you are someone that is able to just crack on you do just crack on and that low level discomfort of just not quite being right or not quite being happy or not quite being satisfied or not quite being empowered or just not quite being content just becomes a state that we exist in because there's all sorts of other things that distract us as well we, you know we kind of have to we have to earn money and we have to do our work and it all just becomes this cycle then um and so over the last year with my one-to-one -one coaching that I was doing with Project Thrive and then you know the 22 years before that with personal experience but also with coaching experience and the stunning steps I have created something called the Thrive Method and this is all about helping you thrive and if you are to follow these if you follow these steps you could literally transform so many things in your life. Because when you decide that the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change, then you'll change. The change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. And because change is then 
the cheaper option almost. It's like, oh, well, yeah, that's way more valuable. I'm definitely going to do that. Why haven't I done that yet? And, you know, I think even mulling over that quote, that's why I've repeated it so many times already. I know this quote inside out, but every time I say it, it's kind of like something different comes from it. Um, you know, we are so conditioned, our brains are so conditioned to to enjoy the things that are familiar to it. And it's why when you can get stuck in, whether it's a victim mindset or, um, and I've been there, um, or when you get stuck in that loop, that that vicious cycle of a loop where you either need external validation or you struggle to see the value that you have in yourself and that becomes your story, it's like you're then in a cycle that becomes familiar. So it's hard to break out of it because anything, either you don't think you deserve to break out of it or you don't want to break out of it actually because you're kind of, happy saying well actually yeah look I'm right look at all this this look look at all this um this proof that actually I'm not worth these things because this is all happening and so it's a mindset shift it's a breakthrough it's a decision to say actually hold up I'm not going to live like this anymore and it's the same with you know self-belief and confidence when they're knocked we can stay there or we can put in that work and you know I use the term work lightly it's an effort it is a choice like ultimately we will stay the same if we don't make a shift if we don't make the change and um, I think that building a strong mindset based on what that means for you and what that will help you overcome is what's important here and you know I think it's why I share my story so much because I am my own best case study. This is, I've tested all of these theories on myself and it's now, you know, it's, it's like, it's proven. And it's what I, it's why I'm so passionate about individualizing the approach for everyone that I work with, because everyone has a different story. Your story is going to be different to mine. Your narrative and your beliefs that you've told yourself are going to be different to the ones that I have. And so it's really important that you discover what's true for you rather than comparing yourself to anyone online because actually it's not relevant it's not relevant what they look like it's not relevant how they spend their time because their time is different to your time their life is different to your your life your, their body is different to your body and this is why you know and I, I mentioned this the other week when I um when I was 37 kilograms six stone in my height of my anorexia that I still didn't like myself when you have tried to change your body so much and you still don't like yourself, then you realise that actually there's a deep there's a deep connection to yourself that's missing because it's only from self-acceptance and really having that self-compassion for yourself that you're going to be able to walk into any room with that confidence without needing the external validation to get you there because you've built that inner voice. And it's about every day replacing those thoughts that tell you that you're not worthy with something that is helpful for you, that breaks through that cycle of thought, that breaks through that pattern of thinking that keeps you stuck where you are, that really does feed that imposter syndrome. You absolutely deserve to walk into whatever frigging room you want to walk into. You deserve that role. You deserve that job. You deserve to do whatever you want to do with your life. You have the qualities in you to do it. You have the skills. It's a matter of tapping into what you need. Is it that you, is it that you need more knowledge? Is it that you need more experience? Is it that you want more experience? Is it that you are just holding yourself back? And so this is what the Thrive Method helps you to uncover. Um, so I will go into it, um, but it's an acronym. So the T in Thrive, and you can write this down and press pause and like do a little bit of you know journaling around it as, you, as the episode plays out now, um, if it helps. But the T in the Thrive Method is for truth. What is your truth? 
and who are you? <laughs> and so this comes in when we start to tell ourselves stories about ourselves. I want you to try and question every single thought that you have yourself have about yourself and say, what is the truth? Where is the truth in this? You know, those thoughts that say, oh, I, d I can't go out because I don't look like X. Where's the truth in that? Why do you have to look like X? Who says you have to look like X? Is it your voice in your head that's saying you can't go out because of that? Or is it someone else that's told you that once about 10 years ago? Or is it something that happened last week and it's now become your story? Because the information that we have around us can quickly become how we live our life. And that's not helpful either. And so it's this extra level of consciousness that you can then bring into the thoughts that you have and the mantras that you have in your head that aren't helping you to re and then replace them with your truth, with the fact of the, you know, the story that you want to create, that you want to write for yourself loosely, that can be edited as you go. Because as we all know, if we write our stories too strongly and then they don't work out like that, it's disappointing. And so I encourage you to dream and to brainstorm and to have these visions, but to also say, but also I kind of let go of the outcome. You know, I want to be an actor. I want to win an Oscar. I want that in my life. Great. That is a massive goal. Awesome. But how do you want to be every day when you wake up? You know, don't let that be the only thing that you're working towards, because then when you get it, then what? What can you do after that? So find those deeper connections to the stuff that's going to keep you going every single day. How do you want to feel when you walk on every single set? How do you want to show up when you go to every single award ceremony? How do you want to be when you walk into every single room? Because that's going to be something that can constantly evolve because you will, you know, your first room might be walking into a library room. Um, say you're hosting an event for the first time then your next room might be walking in front of a crowd of 10 people then it might be walking into a crowd of 100 people then a thousand people then 10,000 people then a hundred thousand people then a million people or whatever and then you've got these these goals to reach and these steps to take each single time rather than it being like okay well I want the Oscar now oh my god how am I going to get there because it's almost impossible as well and so the truth is also dreaming big like what do you want from your life who do you want to show up as and this leads into trust as well so trust is also part of the first t truth and trust trust yourself where are you not trusting yourself what is the truth in everything you are telling yourself that's holding you back because a lot of self-sabotage and a lot of kind of um, limiting beliefs and and also imposter syndrome comes from that lack of trust and 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 the truth which lives within you as who you are not being able to be authentically expressed um and so we become people that we're not in trying to fit the molds of other people so who are you what is your truth and you know don't put judgment on yourself for mistakes that happened 20 years ago where you can try to release them try not to give yourself a hard time for years spent not doing things you wish you had done now hindsight is the one thing that you get the day after you need it um you know these these great quote well I know that's like a really well-known saying but thanks dad for that one that's a really good one that's helped me a lot of times in my life um you know these these situations that we find ourselves in and the opportunities that we have and the thoughts that we have are are a part of what makes us so find the truth in who you are and trust yourself where can you turn up that self-trust find evidence of where you have succeeded before in terms of what you want to continue doing so that's the T in the Thrive Method. The H is health. Your health is everything. And I'm not saying you have to go and suddenly do, I use this example every time, 50 million burpees. But your health and your well-being is everything. Because without that, you won't have vitality, you won't have energy, you won't have a good digestion, which will make you feel bloated and uncomfortable and unhappy, which might make you comfort, eat to try and 
sort out those problems or drink too much or um or not too much you know but um that might make like lead you towards making choices that don't actually help you feel very good and again this is about the possibilities within the realms of possibility within your life so for example if you are a mum with three kids and you are a stay-at-home mum but you also have your own side business or whatever and you also are working every single night it's unlikely you are going to also have time to exercise for three hours a day every day of the week so be realistic with what you can do is it that you do 10 minutes every other day is it that you you walk wherever you can it's about finding opportunity everything about breakthrough and everything about the thrive method is about finding opportunity and shifting your mind into an opportunistic an opportunistic framework so that you are always looking for possibility it's it's kind of like the glass half full but without pretending that everything is okay because we've got to be realistic sometimes life is shit <laughs> pardon my french sometimes it doesn't play the game sometimes it does throw a throw throw us curveballs so it's not like we need to pretend that we're okay all the time that's not what it is at all it's about saying okay in this moment in this day where I am right now what can I do for my health right now with everything that I have if you're recovering from having had a baby or an injury or long-term illness or you are struggling with some health issues at the minute it's about saying what can I do right now with everything that I have going on to look after my health with my food with my thoughts with my um, nurturing of myself what can I do to really look after that and prioritize it because when you're not prioritizing your health and you're not prioritizing your yourself actually health is one of the first things to go out the window it's that oh, I'll book the doctor's appointment tomorrow and tomorrow never comes or I'll get to see the dentist next week and next week never gets booked and it's about saying actually in order to really get to where I want to go in order to really show my life that I have value I need to value myself and I need to value my health and so that's going to look very different for all of us but that's the H in the Thrive Method. So R is revolutionise and rebel. So this is not about going and like chucking a, a ball through a pile of Skittles into your life and upheaving, um, you know, ruining everything. This is about saying, how have you been conditioned? And it links to your truth and your trust. How have you been conditioned in your life to be a certain way, to act a certain way, to say sorry in a certain way? And what's actually true about that? What is truth in that for you? What do you need to revolutionise and rebel against in order to become the person that you really are and that you really want to be? And again, it's not about being an arsehole. It's about saying, okay, well, I've been conditioned to do this. This is what I do now. But I don't really, I don't, I've never really wanted to do that. I've never really liked doing that. But I, I, I just kind of can't say no. And this is also this kind of tapping into those inner parts of you that say, I don't want to do that inside. But you say, oh, yes, please. Thank you so much. It'd be so nice. It's that people pleaser um, that, oh my God, I've had to get over this so much. Like I once said, when we took a car in a few years ago for an MOT, I once said, sorry, because a notepad fell off the wall. No one touched the notepad. It was behind the mechanic on a wall, on a on a um, shelf, and it fell off and I said, sorry. Like, that was, it just fell off. Yeah, I said, sorry for it. <laughs> and afterwards, I think Warren was like, why did you just say sorry for that? I had no idea, but I was so conditioned to trying to keep the peace, trying to um, avoid conflict, trying to keep everyone happy. Like the, I think I was also living in extreme anxiety at that point to try and protect everything in my life. And so I wanted to take responsibility for it to avoid any disruption, any more disruption. I couldn't handle it. I just I needed everything to be okay. And so I'm not saying as well that you need to go out there and suddenly change everything. This takes time and it takes repetition. 
but it's also tapping into what you want to do and who you want to be and the clothes you want to wear, for example, or, you know, um, whether you don't want to do something anymore that you've always done and you just actually have never really enjoyed doing it, but you've always just done it. And again, we always need to kind of check in with the ecology of our lives. I'm not just suddenly saying we can just be like, oh, actually, well, you can just go and do this, this and this now because I'm not going to do it anymore. If you are in a relationship, for example, or you have other people to consider, then, yeah, we have to consider the the ecology of our lives. But ultimately, it's about tapping into you and it's about bringing you back in, into the picture of your life so that you can break through, so that you can keep moving through the, the things that are holding you back, whether that is yourself or whether it is beliefs or those glass ceilings that you're just really struggling to smash through, um, you know, whether it's habit change, whatever it is, part of that needs a little bit of to get you through, it needs a bit of anger, it needs, a, not anger, but whatever the emotion is that you need to tap into to give you that fire, to get over it, to get through the hurdle, that rebel and that revolutionary concept can really help. I really want to change this. I really, I want to go out there and I want to stand up for it. Great, go and do it, go and try it. Um, you know, within the parameters of your life, but tap into it, explore it. What does that even mean to you? Just have a little explore, have a little journal. What would it mean if I rebelled against everything that I never wanted to do? You know, just play with it, explore it. Um, the I in the Thrive Method is identity and invention. So identity, your identity, who are you? Who do you want to be? Um, you know, uh, the example I use a lot is um, kind of when clients don't feel comfortable going running because they have an image in their head that a runner has to look a certain way. A runner has to look like Paula Radcliffe and they don't look like Paula Radcliffe and they don't have Paula Radcliffe skills. And we work through it by saying, okay, well, what does a runner need? A runner needs a set of trainers and some running kit. And they put that on and then they go for a run. And it's the same when I used to work at the yoga studio and we'd have people say, I will come to yoga when I'm more flexible. And there's an identity disconnect there because they don't see themselves as someone that does yoga because in their mind, they're not flexible enough because they might have seen someone bending themselves into five different ways all in one go on Instagram. And they can't do that. So they don't feel like they are someone that does yoga. And this can be true as well, definitely as freelancers, you know, um, in the acting world, for example, if you're not working, um, it you can sometimes feel like you're not an actor anymore. But actually, an actor is someone that, um, maybe an actor is someone that physically looks after themselves because when they go on set, they need to be active and they need to look after their voice and they need to um, feel really good in themselves. They really need to feel confident and you can embody that whether you're on a job or not. And it's about living in that identity before you've even got the job. And it's about saying, who do I want to wake up being? And then what am I going to do to get there? And this is part of Breakthrough as well, is kind of identifying who do you want to be? And what are you prepared to do to get there? Because sometimes you won't be prepared to do it. And this links into as well, like, you know, your family and your values that we'll come on to in a second. But your identity is very important. If you don't have that clear identity um, or it, or an identity has taken over the whole show, it can be a little bit, um, it can kind of disempower us a bit. So, for example, I see it a lot with mums who their identity is that they are a mum now. And, like, the mum has so much weight to it as an identity for them because in that role they don't feel like they can go do stuff for themselves. They don't feel like they have their creative outlets anymore because they're a mum and that's their sole identity. And because we're fed a stereotype that a mum must stay at home and do the washing and the cleaning and, and sort out all the school stuff and they must drink a glass of wine every night. And we embody these identities without realising it, these stereotypes almost. And actually it's not true. 
yeah, you can go and do something for yourself. Yes, that needs communication. But what will you do to also tap into the other identities, the other parts of you so that you can thrive? You know, who are you? And it, like all these things, you'll notice they all link through. There is a link. They are all connected because it's like they feed each other. And in feeding each other, you build that energy and together they help you break through. Each single one of them is a breakthrough method by itself. But together, it's like that explosion of like, ta-da, here I am, jazz hands. Um, so yeah, the identity, who do you want to be? And this is a really, really good one if you're struggling with exercise. So say, for example, you really want to fit exercise back into your life and you're struggling with it. And you just are not, you're just really going around in circles. You need to see yourself as someone that gets up and does the workout or that you, or that does the workout at lunchtime or that, um, or that uh, is doing it to be the acting identity or whatever it is, is doing it to be the better mum, is doing it to um, be someone that's patient. And think about that person that you will be when you're doing the activity. So think about who you want to be. And then every time you go to pick up that weight, Think about that person. Think about that identity you want to embody. And like it's like you're living it. You're not there yet, maybe. And perhaps you're associating other things with it. So this comes into the health and well-being as well with your nutrition. And, you know, how does um, a really high optimally functioning actor eat? How does a really high performance functioning coach um, behave and rest? And where do they spend time training for themselves? You know, all these things are a part of making it easier. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be a struggle. It's about making it a part of your life so that it's like a habit. It becomes just something that you do. You don't even have to think about it anymore. And that's what an identity is almost. It's like you don't even think about it. That's just who you are. And this really helps with your presence. This really helps with your confidence. This really helps you when you, you're in those situations where you're like having a crisis of, oh my God, I can't do this anymore. You think, yeah, I can. I am that person. And so get clear on what you want that person to be, on who you want to be. Get playful with it. Get really explorative. I'm someone that strength trains three times a week. I'm going to go and buy some dumbbells dumbbells to be able to do it at home because that's when I'm going to be able to do it. Great. Amazing. And if you need support, come and message me on Instagram, um, you know, Club Thrive underscore. It's all a part of tapping this all together and so that you see yourself as someone that exercises. And it doesn't matter what your body looks like now. And it doesn't matter. It does matter how you feel in your body. But if you're not happy in your body, how do you want to feel? And every time you think about that feeling, every time you think about what you want to see in the mirror and you struggle, you're kind of struggling with motivations, think about that outcome. And those lights, those weights will feel like 10 times lighter or just do body weight or whatever. And you'll, you'll just move into it without even having to think about it. The V in the Thrive Method is your values and variety so your values are what's important to you um and i'm not saying you have to find health important but health is a value in itself and so if you value your health you'll value yourself and likewise perhaps family is a value to you and that's going to impact your choices if family is a value a value to you and the only time that you have to hang out with the family is your weekends then it's unlikely you will also be like i'm gonna go to the gym for eight hours on saturday because you're not going to want to do it because you're going to want to hang out with your family Maybe free, a freedom lifestyle is important to you. Self-expression, perhaps. Um, maybe the, you've never even considered what your values are. I certainly hadn't until I worked with a coach. I didn't really understand what they were. And you can find your values by exploring what's important to you. So think of a time that you were really, really, really happy and imagine it and see what comes out of that for you. Were you with friends? Were you with family? Were you by yourself? Were you up a mountain? Were you in a rainforest? Were you swimming? Were you on a plane? Were you resting? Were you on a spa day? 
So really explore what's important to you and that will help you define what your values are. Rest is important to you if you like being in a spa day in that image. Perhaps your friends are important to you if you keep picturing barbecues. Maybe your relationship is important to you or having a relationship is important to you. Maybe travel or an adventure is important to you if you keep thinking about holiday destinations. Maybe a freedom lifestyle is important to you if you keep imagining yourself working in lots of different environments. You know, whatever it is, um, getting clear on that and then using it for variety in your life to be able to enjoy play and light moments and joy and um, experiences that are not just living to work and working to live, um, you know, it or not working to live. Sorry, <laughs> you are living to work, not working to live. Um, you know, all of these things can help you to really identify what's important to you. And then it, be it becomes easy. It just becomes something you can do. It's not hard anymore. And you won't experience that imposter syndrome because it's so aligned with you and who you are. And if you do experience imposter syndrome or that, those niggles of self-belief, it's because you're in a new environment and you just aren't familiar with it yet. And your brain is saying to you, hang on, I don't want to be here. I'm scared. And you don't have to be scared. You just need to, you don't, you don't just need to. This is an ongoing practice. We're constantly needing to break through our own limitations and our own kind of fears um, and our own glass ceilings um, but it's with all of these that you will be able to continue to do that um, and the E in the Thrive Method is to embrace embrace yourself embrace the process embrace all that you are and embody it live it this is your life be connected to it and bring consciousness into your life and take your time with it. This is a lifetime journey. Like if you think about it, right, this has taken me 22 years of life experience, coaching experience, tons of qualifications and lots of um, kind of playing and getting things wrong and failing and trying stuff and just not giving up. 22 years of it. Hopefully I'm going to live for at least another 22 years. This is going to be something that I continually explore and it's not like you get to a point of confidence. You're like, oh, great, I've nailed confidence. You've perhaps nailed the journey to get to confidence and to get to a, a, an improved sense of self-belief. And then there are going to be times where that is challenged again and you go through the whole process again. But the more you do it, the more it becomes like a muscle. The more those reframes, the more, the re the more that kind of replacing the unhelpful thoughts with useful thoughts becomes just something that you do. And it becomes a method and an approach and a mindset for your life. And it is unique to you. It's not me saying, right, well, you need to think like this, this, this and this. I'm saying these are the tools. Go and play with them. Go and explore with them and connect them to you and, the, and bring that consciousness into your life. And in those moments where you have those, whether it's a, that kind of flash of fear or whatever it is, stop and just say, hmm, that's interesting. What's coming in here for me now? Slow down your life to be able to acknowledge these things, to then replace the thought or the feeling, if you can, with the thought, because the thought will drive the feeling, and then with an action, and then with the habits, and then with the identities. You know, like someone like Leonardo DiCaprio didn't just walk into his first room, Leonardo DiCaprio. Sorry, my software crashed there. Um, yeah, so Leonardo DiCaprio, when he first walked into a room, is not, you know, when he was younger, wouldn't have been the persona and the presence that he has now. That's developed. That's become his identity. And similarly for any other, I don't know why I always use male examples, but for any other gendered example that you want to think of, these people that we see, at, you know, in the height of their success have developed their characters and their personas and their presence over the years. And this is something you can do too, using the Thrive Method and breaking through all the things that you think about yourself and questioning what is true, 
focusing on getting yourself into the best place physically, mentally, emotionally, energetically, um, you know, really finding the, the things that are true about you um, in terms of where you can say, actually, I've been living like that and I don't want to live like that anymore because that's not who I am. I'm going to rebel against that idea that I've been telling myself for the whole life. Your identity and inventing yourself and how you want to be in your life and who you want to be and your values and the variety that you can bring into that and then embracing it all and embodying it and becoming, uh, you know, the, the person that you are and accepting all of that and not worrying about how it all looks online. Like I just in just in then when I was trying in then just now when I was trying to wait for the software to reload, you know, because I'm hooked on social media, I went quickly onto Instagram <laughs> and it's like even just wellness has a look. It has an identity. And the problem is, is that if our choices don't match the identity of wellness in our life, we don't think we're doing it right. And it's it's just a pile of rubbish. It's about helping you to, it's about you tapping into what you need to do to make and ensure you feel the very best. And that at the end of the day is what will help you to break through. And when you are living in a place of a real challenge with your confidence, like I truly understand, you know, when you just really 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 struggling is to take the small minute steps that you can take every single day to put value back into your efforts especially if you are coming out of a challenging time you will get there you will get there give yourself a couple of years it's not scary when you give yourself that permission in the context of your life because what you can do then is every day say right well every day I'm just going to do what I can do I'm going to get to where I want to go, but in order to do that, I'm going to take the small steps on the Thrive Method every single day. I'm going to bring more consciousness into my life, into myself. I'm going to be really honest about who I am and who I want to be. And I'm going to explore and decide what I am what I am um, able to commit to to get there. What am I prepared to do to get there? You know, so that you can feel like an actor when even if you're not on set. So that you can feel like you, even as a mum. So that you can feel full of confidence even well when those moments of, of kind of imposter syndrome and self-sabotage hit you can say no hang on this is old habit this is old behavior this is this is kind of trying to keep me safe what's going on here what am I not facing up to what is the truth of the situation so I hope this helps <laughs> um, and you know breakthrough really is a concept as well as a program the whole idea behind it is that you develop your own breakthrough mindset you develop your own thrive mindset using the thrive method you, you interpret it in a way that it's going to work for you, but it's all about you finding your inner voice. You know, all of these podcasts link with the same theme of helping you to truly and utterly develop that inner belief system that means that when you get external validation, it's just a nice cherry on the cake. The external validation, the external materialistic stuff in your life is just the stuff that you can get as a result. It's not the stuff that you need in order to feel worthy. That's coming from within you. And if you keep working and exploring it and enjoying it, it's not hard work, it's enjoyable work. Yes, yeah, some days there are going to be days where it just actually also doesn't quite go to plan and that's okay too. That self-compassion is super important. That that chance to say, okay, all right, I just didn't really go as I expected, but wow, what have I learned from this? And I know a lot of us as well, kind of, if you've not had a great experience at school, it can be quite challenging to overcome some of even those beliefs, to believe that you are capable. If you've had teachers in your life that have said, well, what are you even bothering doing that for? Or adults or people that you respect that have said that. This is your opportunity to say, well, they weren't true. They weren't telling the truth. This is the truth. Look at this proof. Look at what I'm capable of. And identify those voices that you hear, the dialogues that you have in, internally. Where are they coming from? Is it is it you? Is it friends? Is it family? Is it social media? Is it 
TV, is it film, whatever, where are the messages that you hear in your mind, in your body, that you feel, where are they coming from? What is true about them? What's useful and what's not? And what can you let go of and what can you focus on to help you to continue to thrive so that you can break through every single moment that comes up for you that challenges you? And it's without pretending that you're okay when you're not. That's super important too. It's about saying, okay, in the health aspect of it, I'm going to respect and listen to my emotions and my fears. I am going to listen to them. I'm going to ask them what they trying to help me with. Um, anyway, oh God, I could just, I could do a 10 hour podcast to be honest. Um, but thank you so much for listening. Uh, hopefully this all gels together with the slight technical glitches I had and the slight brain pause over that quote. But yes, this quote, such a good quote. Change happens when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. You know, when it is that staying where you are right now is too much to even consider, change will happen. And this is what breakthrough is all about. It's like when you are fed up of where you are now and you like the breakthroughs will happen because you want to make a change. And you will either keep masking the feelings that you're having, you will keep masking the pain in denial of what's going on. Or you will say, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna make the change now. I'm going to break through. This is my time. Um, I'm going to become the person I want to be and I'm prepared to do this, this and this to get there. Um, but yeah. And also, uh, you know, if you have any questions on this, do let me know. I'm super nice, very approachable. Come say hi on social media. Come tell me that you're listening to the podcast um, in a message on there, clubthrive underscore on Instagram. Please do rate, review the podcast. Even if it's on Spotify, just hit those five stars on, you know, um, I, oh, po- well, what is it, podcasts or whatever for uh, Apple. Just go and hit five stars. If you want to leave a very quick sentence, that would be amazing to share the word, um, to help spread the word because, you know, early days of building a business it means the world um to help well just other people as well because ultimately there's so much value in these episodes that they're kind of the fact that other people can benefit them from them from your shares and your likes and your reviews is really powerful so thank you in advance for doing that i really appreciate it and yeah come say hi and have a great week and you know just keep going I am living proof that this is worked. This has worked. Like I am, like I said, my own best case study. I've tried all of this on myself. Everything that I've had from overcoming injury, overcoming divorce, overcoming having had a baby, all of this stuff is based in mindset work. All of this stuff is based in how and what you think about yourself and then the actions that you take as a result of those thoughts and the change in your thoughts. Trust me, you don't even need to get your gym kit out. <laughs> you can do it just sitting in front of your laptop at work. Be conscious of what's coming into your mind and explore it. Okay, um, have a great week and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.